Welcome to the Encore Entrepreneur Show, where we break through the online noise, trends, and all those fleeting tactics to bring you business guidance that stands the test of time, has been proven to work, and gives you real-world results so that your entrepreneurial journey is as successful as possible. We believe in building businesses from the inside out using values and validation. Learn how to put values and validation to work in your business by joining our free workshop at EncoreEmpire.com forward slash validate. I'm Deidre Harder, a CPA and business strategist. And I'm Carmen Reed Gilkison, a whole person certified coach and business strategist. We're your guides on the side and hosts of the Encore Entrepreneur Show. Let's get started. We are super excited to be with another power couple in business, Scott and Nancy Aaron. And they're here today. We're going to learn about how they work as a team and how they run their businesses separately as well as together. So super excited to have you guys here. So you Scott, Nancy, introduce yourselves. Tell us what you do and just let us know a little bit about what's going on in your world. Awesome. Aww, thank you. Ladies first. <laughs> Hi. So hello, everyone. I am Nancy Aaron. And I uh, am, have actually been in the world of entrepreneurship for a little over four years now. Actually, about five we're exceeding five. Yes. Uh, so I come from a world of corporate leadership. I work for multiple Fortune 50 and Fortune 500 companies. Uh, was heavily involved in HR and leadership. And I actually majored in marketing in college. And uh, what happened about five years ago, it kind of, you know, I decided to take a complete turn and jump into the world of entrepreneurship and kind of start my own business and my own thing. And from there, I actually started my first business, which was a residential house cleaning business uh, that I actually grew from the ground up to over six figures a year. And along that journey, I met this guy. Uh, so I met my husband, Scott Aaron, and uh, I had never met a fellow entrepreneur before, uh, or at least someone like him. And he was just, you know, super excited, so awesome whenever it came to social media and uh, really just putting yourself out there. And I'd never had that kind of, you know, influence. And so it actually led me to start learning more uh, about all things social media and marketing and kind of learning the behind the scenes, you know, as. Scott and I obviously started dating uh, and doing things together and kind of uh, forming uh, a business relationship as well. And so uh, in my journey through marketing, I actually worked behind the scenes for multiple uh, high, you know, big ticket uh, coaches and authors and entrepreneurs and got to see that a lot of them struggled with the same things. And um, it was things that I was already helping Scott with uh, on the back end. So I was his little tech, you know, on the back, back side of things, kind of connecting uh, things from that standpoint. And um, I was able to actually form my own agency uh, with Scott. So we're co-founders of BYOB Agency, which stands for Build Your Online Brand. And uh, we work with course creators, coaches, personal brands to really uh, set themselves apart as experts in their industry and show up authentically online. And so that's what our team and... Uh, and I do. So I really focus on that side of the business. And of course, like I mentioned, you know, I've been running uh, the back end of Scott's business for uh, years now. So for as long as we've been together. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and kind of where I'm at. Here's Scott. <laughs> Thank you. So 
I have a little bit of a, a longer of a entrepreneurial story. I actually started in entrepreneurship when I was 18. Um, I'll be 43 this upcoming year. So more than half my life. And I jokingly tell people that I've been psychologically unemployable since day one. So I've never <laughs> had a boss. I've never worked for anyone. And, you know, I got involved in entrepreneurship in the late 90s. So online really didn't exist yet. Um, you know, there were websites, but you weren't really growing businesses online. And it wasn't until about 2013 where I started to dive more deeply into social media tactics to, to grow a business online. So I grew a very successful online uh, wellness business. And in 2017, I ended up meeting Nancy. And it was really funny. On our first date, I didn't bring her flowers. I actually brought her the book, You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, because we had had multiple conversations. And she, <laughs> she said that she was an entrepreneur and she reads and likes to read. And I did too. So that was my bouquet of flowers. And, and she actually shared with me that it came at a very pivotal point in her entrepreneurial journey because she was really struggling with money mindset and it really helped her. But fast forward, you know, we went on this first date and it wasn't a bad date. Uh, it just, it, it was not like the date. So in between our first and, and second date, it was uh, about two and a half months and how the second date started was Nancy started connecting with me on social media. She became a friend of mine on Facebook and I was doing a gratitude challenge and she started to take part in it and was tagging me in all her gratitude stuff. So I reached back out to her and I said, you know, thanks so much for the support. You know, I know it's been a while since we connected. You know, if you're open, would love to grab some lunch sometime. We did. Third date was the magical date, uh, which was November 7th, 2017, uh, <laughs> almost four years ago to the date. And uh, we've been together ever since. And, you know, when we started dating, you know, she really inspired me because she, you know, she had left corporate a very cushy multiple six-figure salary to start from scratch. And it was a house cleaning business. But, you know, what she didn't share was she was on Reddit and she was inspired by this gentleman who had done the same thing, left corporate and ran this residential house cleaning business from his phone. And she's like, I want to do that. So she did. But the other thing she didn't mention is that she's actually been an entrepreneur since she's been 10. Her and her girlfriend, Dawn, actually used to sell Beanie Babies online when they were 10 years old and made thousands of dollars as 10-year-olds. So True. something she did not share. Yeah. Now, so when, when she was growing this other business, you know, when you work from home, as we both did, and we weren't living together yet, uh, you know, we were commuting back and forth to Philadelphia, to Princeton, where she lived. And we would basically see each other doing what we do. And, you know, she became really interested in, in what I do. I was on the phone. I was doing all this stuff. And like, what are you doing on LinkedIn? So as we started to expand, as Nancy mentioned, she started working with very high level coaches and, and course creators, which is what we were doing. Well, even before that, so actually I forgot to mention that. I mean, I did mention that I have a marketing degree, right? That's what that's what my passion and kind of what I majored in. But what led me to actually learn more about marketing is is we started hiring, you know, a team to help Scott out 
And it just felt like every single person we hired, something fell through, yeah. right? We were shelling out all this money and there were kinks in the hose and there were still like tech issues. And I actually had like an epiphany. We were in, I was in his condo at the, you know, the little bar countertop. And I just said, I need to dive in. <laughs> if we're going to make this business successful, we're going to have to change some things. And I said, I want to know what the heck I'm talking about. And that's kind of the approach I've always taken with business is, you know, even in my cleaning business, I want to know expectations. I want to know things so I can better support my team uh, and set expectations and, and know what the heck I'm doing. And so that fateful day, you know, just like Scott remembers our date, our third date, you know, that it was like that day I can remember it like yesterday. It was like, I need to really dive into this. And so, yeah. yeah. So about three years ago, we made the decision to invest in our first high level mastermind. And it was really scary because it was like a $30,000 investment. Uh, things were going well with our company and our business, but she's like, listen, Gotta go to we next. need to up level. And that decision, and I remember that fateful day too, because she's like, you've got to do this. And, and she, she said to me, if we don't do this, what is actually going to change in our business? And things changed. So the fact of the matter was when we started to really hone in on what we were really good at. And I've, Nancy will tell you, like, I know a lot more about the back end of things. And she's proud of me for this because I can set up an email sequence. <laughs> I can set out, I can send out emails. I can update landing pages, but th that's her zone of genius. She's the tech person. So we really started leaning into our, our strengths and, you know, not really focusing on what we're not good at. And Nancy was, and still is brilliant at the back end tech stuff. And, you know, I'm kind of like the face. I, I show up on social media, I do the trainings and, you know, build all the, the, the rapport. And again, now she's taking her skill set and leaning more into what I like doing, which is being very present on social media. I'm still not going to, you know, do what she does as far as all the tech stuff. But we have found that we, we play to our strengths and not our weaknesses. And we do stay on top of everything that we're doing. We have a, a wonderful team of six or seven people now that are working with us in multiple capacities. And, you know, one of the main reasons why we wanted to start something more deeply together, you know, we've always wanted to have a coaching program together because there's things that Again, I'm skilled at and she's skilled at that just adds so much extra value uh, that it's, you know, just like the two of us, it's been a match made in heaven and our clients are loving it. It's a lot of fun. You know, she's responsible for, if not most, all the success that we've had uh, in our company growing over the last four years because I wouldn't have a podcast without her. Uh, I wouldn't have written any of my books without her. Everything that we've done has been on the back of, of her saying, go do this. This is what we need to do. This is going to help set us apart. And we've kind of leaned into that aspect of uh, watering each other, as she always talks about. And we know that the sky's the limit and we're just ready to continue to you know up level each and every year. Yeah. And I just wanted to like add in there, you know, one thing that I feel has made us so successful, you know, as a couple who work together, because a lot of people can't believe it. They're like, what? You guys do business together? You know, how does that look? You know, do you drive each other crazy? What it looks like. And I think the reason why, again, it's been so successful is kind of what Scott mentioned, like our strengths, 
right? We kind of decided right out of the gate, we can't be all things, both of us, right? We kind of, it kind of bubbled to the surface that of course, Scott and sales, oh my gosh. I mean, this man should have a seminar just on sales because he builds the rapport. He, he, you know, he forms the connections. He is just naturally so good at talking to people um, and he knows what the heck he's talking about. So he is so good at that. And so I love to watch him do his thing. Is it my strength? No. You know, am I decent? I'm actually getting better. I am getting better. But, you know, it's something that he leads with and he's so great. So it's like, boom, yes, you be kind of like the sales, the connector, the collaborator, the person to kind of put yourself out there. Now, what am I good at? I love, right? Like learning the newest and most updated marketing techniques. I love to knowledge cram. I listen to a podcast or a book almost every single morning, right? I want to stay up to date, obviously, so that we're current. Um, And then also I am loving and I love to do the things uh, on the operational side of the business, right? I love to actually get in there and, you know, work with the team to set up sales pages. I love it. So I'm more of a delegator, I will admit, right? I, I don't like to implement so much, but I actually like to have a team now that I can delegate things to. Um, but I love the project management, the brainstorming, the figuring things out, how we're going to make it work. You know, for example, we have a, a LinkedIn challenge that we're going to be doing in the upcoming year. I am so excited because I'm figuring out a fun way that we can do this for our clients where, you know, we can potentially even add more to those services. Uh, like a little, you know, app that we can add and kind of gamify it and some different things on the back end. So I'm having a great time with that, you know, and, you know, of course we want to do more of what works and we want to stop doing what doesn't work. And so, you know, I am really in my zone of genius and in my flow uh, being able to do that. So super grateful. So us clarifying that this is my strength and this is your strength has been huge because I think if we were both kind of butting heads and trying to, you know, step out there and communicate, it would probably get a little jumbled. Uh, The other thing I will tell you is, um, you know, with what uh, Scott has been building like for years, I mean, holy cow, like it, it has been so impressive. I mean, obviously to see the audience that he has built and, you know, form the relationships and everything like that. But what has been helpful for us as a couple is to start to put boundaries around certain things, okay? And what I mean by that, right? When we first met, Scott was taking phone calls with people, with his audience on Saturdays and Sundays and at all hours of the day, right? So it was causing a little bit of a, you know, kind of some speed bumps because I'm like, I did not leave corporate to now work on the weekends. And, you know, it was never a fight. You never, oh, it was never a fight, but that was like a first little, like, oh, this is not going to fly. Like, this is not how I, you know, want to. I actually started entrepreneurship. In fact, my cleaning business is called Work Life Balance House Cleaning because I'm like, you know, girls got to have boundaries here. So um, that was like the first thing where I realized, I'm like, Scott, we've got to set boundaries um, around our business and what we do because we could literally be talking about business 24-7. But you right? also said to me, you're like, you don't work this hard and you haven't created what you created to have to work every single day. Well, and also I'm like, you built this amazing audience of people who love you by being so reachable and being so accessible. It's not really special anymore. But, you know, do you think Tony Robbins is like, you know, on his like messenger on Saturday at noon with his wife? Like, no. So, you know, we, the other thing that I think, again, you know, we talk about strengths and weaknesses, but, you know, the other thing that really set up us up for success is, like I said, you know, we set boundaries. So him and I actually, one of the most, my favorite things that we did together, because now, okay, we're dating, we're more of a team, you know, we're kind of forming our life together. 
when I actually moved in with him, we created a routine, right? And we started to kind of time block. So we decided, all right, when is going to be the starting time each day that we're going to actually be in our respective office spaces or on our computer? So we said, you know what? Let's do 10 o'clock, right? So line in the sandwich, by the way, guys, now it's 11. <laughs> so we don't start before 11. But, um, you know, it's, it's 10 o'clock, right? So we said, all right, before 10, what are we doing, right? So let's work out for 45 minutes. You know, let's have breakfast together. We can have that special couple time and we kind of brainstorm some things together. And then boom, you know, I can go get ready, you know, whatever, but we're at our computers at 10. And then the other thing, which Scott is actually, he's kicking my butt a little bit lately, um, is cutoff time is five, okay? Meaning let's cut our time off. We have to protect that time or again, People are going to creep in and, you know, steal that time. And we're going to have less time, obviously, as a couple, um, you know, together. So that has been a complete game changer. I look forward to our mornings every morning. I mean, we cook, I make what I call my pizzazzle omelets, which is uh, onions and tomato and I put capers and whatever. And, you know, we have a good time and we cook together and we talk and we laugh and we watch funny YouTube videos. And, you know, that's our like special time, you know, as a couple. And then boom, we kind of set sail, uh, you know, and occasionally actually we've been meeting together for lunch, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's, you know, really important to have those boundaries. And that has been a huge game changer. Because I feel like if if we didn't have those boundaries and Scott was still working till like 8 p.m. and I was still working some nights till like 11 or, you know, the weekend stuff, which, you know, put the phone down. Like you don't need to be, you know, I mean, people are going to understand if you're not going to be fully available, right? In the evenings or on the weekends. And so that has been uh, a huge game changer. Yeah, that, I'm glad you explained all that because that was going to be my question. So you guys are rocking it in your business and then how does that affect the marriage? And you just went through it beautifully. So that's awesome. You know, Deidre and I find the same thing is true when working with our clients that bringing our two strengths, you know, together to coach is they just absolutely love it. And that's one of the reasons we were really excited about interviewing you two on the podcast is because we don't find dynamic duos that often, you know? So it's really cool to connect with someone else who's doing the same thing and running into the same challenges because, you know, if you don't have the right boundaries and you don't set the expectations of who does what when, then it can be something that's problematic. But I like also that you keep reiterating that you lean into your strengths. And I think Dieter and I believe in the same thing. We don't believe in let's look at our weaknesses and try to correct those. It's like, let's lean into our strengths. And the fact that there's two of us, we really are just matched really well. So uh, I think that's really an awesome way that you guys go about doing that. And yeah, it's kudos to you. Yeah. And I was going to say it translates, you know, in relationships in general, right? Because a lot of people ask, well, you know, give us some relationship tips or something. It, it also translates, right? If you know you know, what is expected of you in the business, right? Scott knows, right, that I expect him to kind of get out there and, you know, be the, you know, salesperson and be the person to kind of collaborate and connect and kind of open the door for us. And he knows to expect, hey, let's put together a sales page for Black Friday. You know, it's very clear and it, it, it mitigates that tension, right? You know, and that frustration. And I feel like it's the same. It's actually advice that my brother gave me years ago, right? When he first got married, he said, I feel like in relationships, everyone needs jobs, right? Jobs that they understand. So for example, if one person takes out the trash, okay? You can't get frustrated because you take out the trash sometimes and the other person never takes. 
if it's clear that you're the one who usually takes out the trash, okay, cool. You never get frustrated. You know, if I'm the person who always cleans up after dinner because I cooked it, you know, or whatever, cool. Like it's it's a clear thing. And then that way there's no, you know, tension and buildup and, and frustration and resentment, right? That happens. And so that was the other thing that I wanted to tack in there is communication, right? Just whenever it comes to those certain things is so incredibly important. You know, if I start to get frustrated and this is something that Scott has helped me with, right? I'm, I'm one of those people who I bottle, you know, bottle my little emotions up and I don't really share things very often, but he has helped me actually say, Nancy, like what's going on? Like talk to me, you know, talk to me, no, let no, it what, out. What's, what's oh, speak your truth. <laughs> He's like, speak your truth. And I'm like, okay, it bothers me this. And I get it out and we get it on the table and we talk about it. And that's the other thing. I just feel like so many couples, whether they're in business or not, if you're not talking about those little icky feelings that you're feeling, it's going to build up and it's going to do what I call that little bottle effect where, you know, the top blows off one day when you're like sitting there training and you're like, ah, you know, you're driving me nuts, you know? So it's like sometimes even, for example, we just did a workshop. I was actually, I was definitely a little moody. Like I was a little, just kind of a little like worked up and we're sitting here in the workshop and Scott is just talking. He is just like talking and I'm sitting here like a bump on a log, right? I'm sitting over here and I'm like, you know, like, hey guys, I'm like, why am I even here? And I almost like threw down the note cards and walked out because I was like, what the heck? And then finally he turned over and said, what do you think, Nancy? And then I was like, yeah, you know, and I started saying a bunch of stuff, but I told him that, right? We got done the workshop and I'm like, dude, like, come on, open it up for me a little bit. Like I want to share, you know, I want to talk about some stuff. So I didn't talk at all the next time. Well, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. But I let it out, right? We communicated. We, we, you know, I, I told him how I was feeling like a little bump on a log over here. And then, you know, he became more present and obviously you got to be coachable too, obviously. Like, I mean, he listens to what Very I say. Coachable. So if, you, if you're a couple and yeah, you communicate and you do all these things, if the other person is not coachable and is not open to receive that feedback and is not like, you know, that's why I'm really, again, grateful that Scott is so open to to take in that and, and Bob and weave in, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, it's it translates like you guys are married, you know, so you have a personal relationship and a business relationship. And Carmen and I have a business relationship. You know, we, yes. Like we're not married, but, you know, it's so many similarities, right? With that kind of relationship, the dynamics are the same and all of those same principles apply on both sides. Like they're the foundational skills you need to be in a successful relationship with anybody. And, you know, we work with a lot of solopreneurs and so they don't have that, you know, partner. A lot of them want to have a partner. They'd like to have a partner. So I think that this discussion is really important because at some point you may have a partner, a business partner. And even if it's not a full-time thing, we promote collaboration um, big time. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there with Scott, you know, I'm, I'm always out there, you know, building the relationships and, and uh, we encourage all of our clients to do that same thing because you can have joint ventures. You can, even if that relationship is temporary or just for an event, it, the, all the same things apply. You have to, you know, know what your strengths are, what their strengths are and decide, especially when you're doing an event together, 
you know, who's going to do what? We see that a lot where there's, when it wasn't clear on who's supposed to do what, and then the ball gets dropped and then everybody gets mad. And, you know, so you set that out from the beginning. So I love how you talk about that. Now, one thing I'd like for you guys to talk about is you two were working together and then you started to build a team. And I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck. Like they know they need help and they need to scale, but it's like, okay, how, what does that look like? And and what's that first step? You know, that the first step is usually the hardest. What's your experience with that? Nancy's going to have her own take, but for me, when we were kind of deciding you know, what needs to be delegated, what needs to be outsourced. It The conversation started with what do you not want to do anymore? You know, what are the things that you don't want to do? And my number one rule is no one touches my social media. No one. So anyone that follows me on social media, Nancy will tell you every single thing I do is organically done by me. So whether it's Instagram YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever you're seeing me pop on, that's me doing it from my phone. I I literally show up as that. Now, what are some things that I didn't want to do? You know, when we have our Facebook communities, I really don't want to spend a lot of time, you know, having to do all the engaging and all the interacting. So we we defined the kink in my hose, which was getting someone to manage the groups, to continue the growth and the welcoming and the posting and the content in my Facebook groups, but also having people help with support emails and and backends if someone wants to cancel one of their memberships. So, you know, Nancy kind of has taken the lead on building out our team because Nancy knows exactly what I want to do. So if it's something that she knows I don't want to do, she will solve for it with a team member without even having to discuss it with me because she's going to say, hey, I'm going to go hire this person to do some copywriting for our new sales page, okay? And just she'll like let me know because I'm not going to do that. So, but she knows if it's in my wheelhouse of what I like doing, she'll say, hey, don't forget to do this, but I'm going to make sure that this stuff is delegated out. Yeah. 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 And just like full transparency with our team, you know, Scott and I have gone through the ringer. Like, you know, I mentioned earlier, right? You know, we had hired and paid tons of money to people right at the gate before I knew kind of what we were talking about and even, you know, him. And we were paying for programs this one marketer had recommended, which was not necessary. It was like $600 a month and it was waste of money, like did not need it. So it was just a mess. And so from there, you know, we went the complete opposite where I actually looked and hired an agency that was overseas and they were, you know, very minimal. Again, another nightmare, right? You know, we went through like five people in the span of, I was training their people. Like literally I was, I was training them how to do all the things and then they get promoted. And then we got somebody new and it was like, no, like, so anyway, so it was just a mess. And we went from that to another one. We went from Philippines to India, to this, to that. And then finally uh, I came back to uh, the U.S., and ended up really finding some of my favorite um, people ever on Upwork and Upwork, you know, .com. You can actually post 
uh, job, you know, positions that you have. Like, for example, it could be project based, it could be hourly, it could be part time. And so I knew for me, okay, what are the things that I did not like to do? I actually can build websites, sales pages, funnels, things like that. But do I want to always be that person doing it? No, right? I want a buddy so that whenever I start to get up to here and I'm like, all right, I need to hand this off to somebody else to finish it uh, rather than having patchwork stuff all over the place. So I needed my project person. So we have that person now, right? And I know budget-wise, that person, we have a little bit more flex with the budget because that's, you know, you have to be very skilled and be more of an expert in certain things there to build Kajabi pages and things like that. So boom, I filled that spot, right? We've got our project person who, you know, doesn't have to be full-time, not even part-time. We can hire her based on what we need her to. Uh, She actually does slideshow presentations for us or branded, you know, content if we need it. And then the other thing was, is I know that I needed someone to just do basic admin, right? So, you know, just like Scott mentioned, the things that he didn't like to do with his Facebook business page, and maybe he didn't like to transcribe some of his stuff to turn it into blogs, or, you know, he didn't want to be responsible for uh, entering people into the groups each day. And so I kind of created a process for all those things that we needed, uh, and then obviously plug someone in there. And then the other thing is, um, you know, with our team, we've started to... um, Um, implement, right? With our different services that we offer, we actually have a posting platform now. So one of our team members, I've now kind of promoted her to the support um, kind of like community manager. So boom, now she is trained fully on our posting platform, can answer questions as we grow that group. You know, she kind of is like the person to head that up. And of course, everything we do in our business, you know, I use a program called Loom. Uh, it's similar to Zoom. It's Loom and it's screen capture. And everything that I do, I record and then I just create like a little standard operating procedure. And so, you know, whether it's, you know, I love our team. I mean, our retention of our current team has been oh, amazing. Uh, they love us. We love them. You know, it's just been a great relationship. Um, but if we were to ever move on or need to hire extra support, you know, we have procedures in place. Uh, again, I mentioned that earlier. It's one of my like, I kind of geek out on standard operating procedures. So it's one of my my jams. So, you know, it's things that we enjoy. And again, that's where I think our foundation is like really, really strong because Scott's freed me up, you know, to be able to really focus on those things and spend the time to kind of build those sustainable, scalable things out. And, you know, just full transparency, you know, Nancy beat cancer about a month and a half ago, very successfully. And it was a scary time for us, but I'm so enamored by everything that she's been able to accomplish. But what I was even so grateful for is what Nancy set up for our our business and our company, because she took off the entire month of October. (laughs) She didn't work for 30 days. And she told our girls, she said, listen, I'm having surgery. I'm going to be out of commission for the month. I'm turning the reins over to you guys. You're going to just run with it. And our business didn't skip a beat. You know, Nancy took the time that she needed to recover and rest. You know, I was taking care of her and doing some things on the side, but our our team jumped right in and we didn't hear a peep from them for weeks. (laughs) And we're like, is everything okay? And everything was fine. And it's because of the way that, you know, those, the, the standard operating order procedures, whatever, <laughs> the, the SOPs and, and everything that she put into place, our team was fully confident that, you know, they they knew that Nancy was going to be stepping away to take care of herself. 
that the business continued to move forward. Well, and I was going to say for everyone out there who wants to have a successful online business or coaching practice or anything, there is one thing that everyone needs to have. And I just want to share this because it's just like, these are cold, hard facts. You have to have an online project management tool. Okay. It, that could be ClickUp, could be Trello, could be Asana, could be Monday, whatever works for you. But that is your home base to be able to scale and do these things. I mean, I created reoccurring tasks for my team. They know exactly what they need to complete, right? I have it broken up by client, you know, for our agency. They know what they do each week. They have fun because it's very, it's almost mindless because it's like, okay, we do the same thing for each person. They got a video to walk them through. But that is something that, um, you know, and, and again, yeah, it's great because we're like a couple as well. I can assign tasks to Scott. I have everything separate, you know, our stuff separate, our stuff together. And then any projects that we start, you know, I have it all in there. But, you know, you definitely have to have a project management system uh, to be able to organize all that and, you know, strategize and things like that. And like, that's actually another thing that Scott and I do where... It's funny. I think I had this grand idea. I was like, let's meet weekly. You know, we're in the same house. We, we do business together. Let's get together and like, like, let's meet every single week. That doesn't happen. And that's, I mean, for anybody listening and is like, what? Like, don't you guys meet weekly? No, we don't. I meet with my team weekly, um, but I don't meet with Scott weekly. In fact, we just got done meeting. Like we do a big meeting about once a quarter. And we just got done our quarterly, um, actually our yearly, our 2022 uh, business strategy. I know the plans. I know what we're doing. He trusts me to make tweaks here and there. But I mean, we do only, <laughs> I would say like a quarterly, you know, powwow. No, because we need to talk about something we talk about. Something. Yeah, but I mean, we don't meet like every single week. But the, the, the whole point to this was, you know, why hiring a team is important is God forbid we didn't have that in place when Nancy was going through what she was going through. I, I don't know what we would have done because again, you, when, when you set up the structure of an online business, it, it is a business, you know, it may not be a brick and mortar store where you're, you're flipping over the closed to open sign, you know, your online business is open all the time and you, you need to have people to delegate things to that, God forbid, something like Nancy experienced and she went through, other people have gone through that or may be going through that right now. It may not be cancer. It could be a divorce. It could be sickness. It could be whatever it is. Yeah. You like, need to have a team in place that you can delegate to say, listen, I'm going to be off the grid for about the next 10 days. I got to focus on me and what I need to focus on. You know what you have to do. Reach out you know, if you need anything immediately, but please handle yeah. this and I'll be back in touch. And that's why you set these things up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the first thing I want to say is congratulations for getting through it and healing. And hopefully you can take more time off over the holidays. <laughs> I think what, you, what you're talking about is amazing. I mean, the fact that you had that set up, you're exactly right, Scott, because if Nancy didn't have all that set up, what would have happened? It would have been, would have been a big nightmare. And I think everything that you've, you've yeah. mentioned makes complete sense. You've got a good system going one thing I want to ask you is when you are building a team, what do you hire for? So, and I don't mean the role. I mean, when you're looking for someone to fill a role, are you looking mainly at um, personality fit, at competence, a mix? What do you look for in that? Because that's another key aspect. Yeah. Well, I'll say one thing and then I'm, this is her jam. But so Nancy and I drew a line in the sand and, and we said that we are not ready to commit to hiring a quote-unquote full-time employee. We both come from the world of contractors. 
I was a general contractor as a personal trainer and nutritionist my 18 years in health and wellness. Nancy only hired contractors for her house cleaning business. So we were really well-versed in how to sift and sort and find good contractors where you can pay them hourly, give them a cap amount of hours. And it just makes the structure of our company and business that much easier. So first and foremost, and again, that's not to say that we won't hire a full-time online business manager or a a full-time CFO at some point. But right now, we love the contractor route. And that's something that, that Nancy really has honed in on and has really excelled at. Yeah, I think the big thing uh, when it comes to hiring a team, which, you know, this is my past as well, right? Going back to corporate world, you know, in fact, at one of my positions, I hired 500 people within three months. So it's like interviewing and, and getting to talk to people, you know, that's kind of like also my jam. But I think the first thing is, is being very clear on what you expect out of someone. So, you know, for example, whenever I actually posted the position, you know, I was very clear that, you know, you need to be very detail oriented. You need to be able to accept accept feedback, right? You have to, you know, so it was all these things, right, that were very important for our business. So if you don't have that put together yet for your business, even for a general role, right? Because think about all the different roles you can hire for, right? Could be, like I mentioned, somebody to do tech, someone to help with social media, someone to do admin, right? You want to be very clear foundationally of what you expect, even with the core values of your business. So with us, we're very transparent. We're collaborative, okay? And we tell it like it is. I mean, we, we give you feedback and we tell you what's going well and we kind of like, you know, make sure to let you know if it's not. But I think that's the first step when you're hiring is just make sure the expectations out of the gate are clear, right? You know, it's always right person, right place. But two, do they understand the expectations and what is expected of them, right? The other thing is, is, you know, I mentioned that we do do weekly meetings. That is key, okay? And I can't, stress this enough. So there's two things that we've implemented for our business. I use a program called Voxer, which is a walkie-talkie app. Uh, I'm not sure if many people have like heard of it, but it is a way for us to always have quick open communication, right? It's not texting. It's not you know back and forth in that way. It's great because if my team needs something, they don't have to get frustrated by waiting for an email back and forth, right? It's that quick communication where we can check in. I mean, I love it when my team boxes me and they say, "Hey, can you check on this?" or you know, "Did I do this right?" or "This is ready for review?" because it's like, "Yeah, we're moving and grooving." Um, but the Monday meetings are so crucial. And I call Mondays my CEO day. That's where I completely have my schedule clear of any client calls or any trainings or anything like that. Because what I do is I devote that to my team. And I always kick it off with, what do you guys need from me? Right? You know, go ahead, share with me what's going on. Do you guys need anything? Is there anything, you know, I can help you take care of to make sure you're able to do everything properly? And then I dig right into uh, gratitude or recognition, right? So, you know, one of the best ways to build a culture with team, I think many people think it's holding your people accountable and telling them when they do something wrong. It's actually the opposite. If you want to change a culture and you want to develop a team that is engaged and excited to work towards, you know, a common mission, you want to give them recognition, right? And that's more important to me than holding them accountable for every little mistake. Who here is human, right? I'm human, right? You know, I make mistakes. I look at things and I, you know, I do typos all the time. Scott, every post he makes, he does a typo. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So my whole thing is, is, you know, we want to recognize, you know, and it's like, you know, sometimes we have to look for it, but you know what? I really love how you responded to that client last week. I appreciate your support. I'm so glad you were on top of that. 
But something else that we do, if someone really exceeds our expectations, just like we had a launch in October and one of our team members, she just killed it. She crushed it. She was so on top of things. We sent her a a bonus. Yeah. Um, Just without her asking, we just sent her. Little PayPal nugget. Yeah, we sent her (laughs) a bonus and, you know, like she was just beyond grateful, beyond thankful. Yeah. Um, And then we do have a bonus structure. Um, we do holiday bonuses for our team at the end of the year to kind of thank them. Because again, we wouldn't be able to live the life that we're living and do the things that we're doing without them. So again, we we do make sure that we recognize them and and give more to them so they know that they're appreciated. Well, and the other thing, again, I mentioned transparency. I'm very open, you know, with what's going on in our business. And, and I tell the team too, be transparent with me. What are your goals? You know, what do you like doing? In fact, I ask my team this all the time. What tasks do I give you? Do you love doing? Right. And they'll be honest with me. And then, you know, I'll say, is there anything you cannot stand? And when we have those conversations, they might say, you know what? I really don't like organizing that thing. And in fact, my team told me last week, I really don't like organizing your Canva templates in, in Trello. So can you not have me do that? I'm like, sure, no problem. I actually enjoy doing that. So, you know, it's absolutely fine. But having that back and forth respect and communication, I mean, like I was there, right? I was helping people with the back ends of their business. Like I'm a human being. I deserve love and attention and affection and all that stuff. And it's like, I can't stand the business owners and the people who don't treat their team, you know, the way that they should be treated. And, you know, I was even telling with Scott, we have, so two of my, um, so actually the original uh, team member that works through my agency, I found her on Upwork, you know, and I specifically was hiring for graphics and content creation, we started working together and she referred me to her friend. They're both living in Italy. They're both from the US, but they're both living in Italy, getting their master's in renewable fashion, uh, you know, this really cool degree, which all, you know, comes back to fashion design and everything. Well, one of them actually reached out to me last week and said, hey, I'm actually doing this partnership with, you know, uh, this amazing company and they're all about renewable fashion and it's a nonprofit. And I would love to actually do some things to kind of help them out. And I'm like, if that is a cause you believe in and you want to like, you know, do something special, let's chat on Monday. Let's see how we can really blow this up and make it a really cool experience. So again, it's giving them like, hey, that's awesome. How can we help support? It's like, we're all in this together and we're all working towards our goals. You know, and I always make that, you know, very apparent. And it's like, I want them to grow and grow out of, you know, maybe what it is that they're doing. I want them to do bigger, better things. I want to be a great influence on their life as well. You know, I don't expect someone to, you know, I I don't want them to be our team member forever, you know, unless, you know, we're able to obviously do even more, you know, with what we're doing, but I want them to keep continuing uh, on in their path and journey and, and hope to be a support there too. So it's just that common respect. Yeah, I think that's that's such an important point, Nancy. And I think that, you know, we can look at everything in through that lens. Like, you know, we treat our clients and customers like gold, right? I mean, we all know to do that and we all do it. And then that same thing yep. goes over into our people we're collaborating with. And, you know, if we're always looking for how can I help them? How can I make them feel good about, you know, being in this relationship and what they're doing and uplifting everyone? And then I think we can also turn that back on ourselves to say, are we doing that for ourselves? You know, because we're often hard on ourselves as entrepreneurs. And so we should, it starts with us, you know, let's treat ourselves that way and all the people we work with that way. And then it's going to naturally flow over into uplifting those team members. So I think that is an awesome point. Just a little bit, let's wrap this up and talk about 
anyone who's loving this conversation wants to find out more about what you and Scott are doing, where could they go or where would you suggest that they go to reach out to you or, or what do you have coming up that they might be interested in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so we mentioned, or actually, I don't know that we mentioned, uh, but Scott and I actually have a mastermind where we have joined our special skills together um, that we will be launching in January. And kicking that off, we're actually going to be doing a paid workshop where people can learn how to build their personal brands on social media. And it's going to be a really, really fun training and workshop that we're going to do. But you'll start to hear more about that. We'll actually post something on our website, which our website is thetimetogrow.com. You can also access it through byubagency.com. It'll redirect there as well. But um, thetimetogrow.com is where you can find us. Uh, That's where we have most of our information. If you want to look for LinkedIn services specifically, uh, you can actually go to scotterron.net. And that's just S-C-O-T-T-A-A-R-O-N.net. And you can find all things LinkedIn, you know, through Scott as well. Yeah. And most social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Scott Aaron or uh, Nancy Evans Aaron. Uh, you can find us and we both have podcasts both on Spotify and iTunes. Hers is called The Entrepreneur Entrepreneur Rescue Mission. Uh, And (laughs) mine is called Networking and Marketing Made Simple, which the both of you were a part of. Um, So yeah, we're just both grateful to to be here. And anyone that is looking to find out more about our workshop coming up in January, but also more about our very intimate 12-month mastermind, uh, thetimetogrow.com is where you can find that. Awesome. Thank you. We're so happy to have had you and to have learned so much. And congratulations again, Nancy, on beating cancer. That's a bit, that's the biggest accomplishment of all, right? So, Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Well, Absolutely. we're gonna close it out. Thank you. And everyone, we highly recommend that you reach out and learn more about Scott and Nancy Aaron. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Encore Entrepreneur. Can you do us a favor? It will help us if you would subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the real talk about how to be successful without compromising your values. And we need your help to spread the word.